Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Then I got to tell you something. The president of Harvard University is on track to be the most sincere flatterer in the history of the Ivy League. We'll talk about it straight ahead. I want you to meet Candace. She's a young woman unsure about the future of the life growing inside of her. But after meeting her baby on an ultrasound provided by Preborn, she had a change of heart. He's like this tiny little spectrum of hope. And I saw his heart beating on the screen. And I mean, that sonogram changed my life. Ultrasounds save lives. And Preborn currently has clinics that do not have any ultrasound machines. If you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift? These life-saving machines cost more than most centers can afford, and your tax-deductible donation of 15000 will place a machine in a needy women's center, saving countless lives for years to come. A gift of any size, I mean, 28 bucks will pay for an ultrasound for a mom that comes in. Donate securely. Call pound 250, say the keyword baby, or visit preborn.com slash back. That's preborn.com slash back. Sponsored by Preborn. It is the Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. Oh, so uh, I, I know we're all here and we're expecting words of wisdom from Glenn. And, and then this Jeff Katz character pops up. And even though I'm Jeff Katz, I'm thinking, but it's me. So I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I just wanted to be inspired. I did. I wanted to be inspired by someone who is so much smarter than I am and so much more talented. And no, I'm not talking about the president of Harvard University, but that's where I'm drawing my inspiration. I just thought, if it's all right with you, what I will do is simply uh, read a transcript of one of Glenn's programs. And, and then it's, you know, it's just like Glenn is here with, of course, the obvious exception of uh, the talent and the skill and, and all that good stuff. Would, would, would that work? I mean, because that's what this Dr. Claudine Gay 
has apparently done at Harvard University. I, I've never written a doctoral dissertation. And looking at my calendar and, and the way my life is tracked out so far, the chances of me ever writing a Ph.D. dissertation and having to defend it are somewhere between slim and are you freaking kidding me, slim. So I'm thinking I'm not going to have to go through this. But I did write a few papers in school. And I can remember even as a, as a little guy. Third grade, by the way, best teacher I had in my entire life. Phyllis Gerson. I remember Mrs. Gerson to this day. I kept in touch with Mrs. Gerson for years and years and years. And she passed away a couple of years ago. But I, I compared every single teacher that I ever had. Teachers in elementary school, junior high school, high school, college, uh, specialized training and instruction and courses. I have compared every single teacher to Mrs. Gerson my entire life because she was the best teacher that I ever had. And I think when I stack things up and I look at these things, I, I probably did learn more in third grade from Mrs. Gerson than I did anywhere else. Close second. Dr. Sheldon Brown, he was my first ever psychology professor. Just a a brilliant guy and one of the nicest human beings that I ever met. But it was clear to me, even in third grade with Mrs. Gerson, you got to do your own work. You cannot copy off of anybody else's paper. Didn't we all learn that? Has that been lost? Because I don't think it has. I asked both of my sons last night. And it was a it was a quick interaction because you know they're they're home on uh, vacation from college, so they have a lot of really important stuff to do, and it doesn't usually involve uh, chatting with dad about anything unless it's like, well, I need an airplane ticket somewhere. Can you help me out? Sure, you know I, I I'm, I'm like a living, breathing ATM. That's what I kind of figured out years ago. But I asked them both, and they go to very different colleges. Harry is is finishing up at Stanford, Stanford University, one of the most I- exclusive uh, institutions of higher learning anywhere. And he's a bright kid. I'm wearing one of my Stanford sweatshirts because I keep thinking with all the money I send to Stanford, they should actually send me a sweatshirt. Dear Mr. Katz, thank you so much. We understand you only have one more kidney to sell, but uh, luckily he's in his last quarter and it'll all be good. And then I keep thinking, if I keep mentioning that he goes to Stanford, can I deduct his tuition from my income? And and a a number of people, none of whom thankfully associated with the IRS, have said, yeah, that's not going to work. But I asked him, where I, I just have to imagine that the academic standards are pretty rigorous. What would happen if you plagiarized work? And he said, we just, you just can't do it. And, and he didn't even realize that I was asking him with this background of this Dr. Claudine Gay at Harvard. He just thought I was making conversation. He said, so you can't? He said, no, of course not. I said, well, what happens? What if you, you're in the midst of doing some really, really, really in-depth work, far above my pay grade, okay, stuff I couldn't understand. And you're looking at um, uh, books and, and, and reports and files and all this other stuff put together by other egghead, brilliant people like you. He liked that. I said, what if you, you didn't mean to, but y- you're going through all this stuff and you got 
uh, a million tabs open on the laptop, and maybe you've actually got stuff printed and you've highlighted. And, and for whatever reason, you just you write two or three lines, and you honestly forget, honestly forget to to note somewhere in in your thing. I called it a book report, and he's like, uh, "Dad, I'm not in elementary school." So I guess the whole idea of the shoebox diorama is totally off the... Anyway, he said, well, you would probably, if that's the only thing that you did, the professor to whom you were turning it in would say, hey, I was taking a look at this. What happened there? And you could honestly say, oh, my gosh. That is absolutely, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Dr. Huckenschmutz's statement, and I just forgot to note it. And if the professor likes you, or at least has respect for you and, and knows that this is not the way you operate. You're not uh, trying to get your degree via chat GBT or some other nonsense. He or she would say, okay, well, just you got to go back and, and fix that. And you could fix it. And that's it. Okay. And I asked Joe. Joe goes to a very different school. Joe goes to uh, Ithaca College. And uh, it is a good school. He's a good kid. But it's, you know, it's not an Ivy League institution. And that's okay. I mean, it was the, the right school for him, and, and it all works, I think. And I asked him the same question. What if you're in the midst of doing some work, and, and it just, whatever reason, you accidentally, inadvertently included a, a couple of lines, and you did not note somewhere in your thing, your paper, uh, that that was actually someone else's comments or statement or work or what have you. And he's only been there for, for one semester, but he's I think he's finished up five courses, right? Yeah, five courses of your typical undergrad uh, course load. And he said essentially the same thing as Harry did. Hey, well, you know, if you made a mistake, you made a mistake. He says, now just remember, I'm a freshman, and it's my very first semester in college. They might... They might be more forgiving, or they might go in the opposite direction and be really, really tough because they think you're trying to get away with something. He said, but I think, and I haven't done this, of course. That's well, good. He said, he said, I think what would happen is they would say, you need to go back and, and fix that. So it's clear to both of those boys you can't do this. But Dr. Claudine Gay who I'm told is just one of the most brilliant women to have ever. Did I say woman? I did. Oh, you know me. And and the Supreme Court just, I can't define what a woman is. Yeah, actually I can. Okay, so she is one of the most brilliant women ever. But she somehow, some way, did not understand that. Or did she think she was going to get away with it? Or had there been some indication throughout her academic career and her professional academic activities that said to her, hey, you can do what you want. You don't have to worry about this. You just, yeah, you can copy other people's work. No worries. This is a problem. This is a big problem. The latest report, that's the New York Post, says... There are now more than 40 allegations of Dr. Claudine Gay at Harvard University plagiarizing other people's work. I mentioned to you yesterday, 
She'll probably get away with it, but not necessarily because of the reasons that a lot of people automatically assume. Jeff, she's a black woman. She'll get away with it. No. That may play into this. Now, maybe that played into it during the course of her academic career. And she has built, by all accounts, a DEI empire at Harvard University. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, under the whole DEI rubric, I think you can do any of this stuff, so long as you come from a group that is, quote, marginalized or oppressed. You you got a free pass, apparently. But believe it or not, those are not the reasons, in my opinion, that she will get away with it. The real reason behind all of it is that the Harvard Corporation, which fundamentally acts as the board of directors for Harvard University, oversees their billions of dollars in endowment. They just hired her. She's new to the job. And if, in fact, they pressure her to resign, yes, there will be a backlash related to race. There will be a backlash related to gender. But there will be a bigger backlash against them that says, how flippin' stupid could you be? Did you not investigate any of this before you gave her one of the most incredibly attractive jobs in all of academia? So I'm not sure that even the brand new allegations, more than 40 of them, related to plagiarism will will really stick. Uh, CNN had a little something to say on this, and we're going to listen to that in just a moment. I want to remind you, uh, yes, I am thrilled to be sitting in for Glenn. Uh, it's oh, It really is. It's always an honor. It's always a pleasure. And uh, I, I always use the opportunity to remind people, stay in touch on social media. I've got all of this posted on everything. Uh, if you would, I'd appreciate a follow. Jeff Katz Show over on X, formerly known as Twitter. Jeff Katz Show on X, formerly known as Twitter. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. And yesterday, a bunch of people said, hey, don't you have a website? And the answer was yes. I had forgotten about it. I'm not in charge of that stuff, but it's jeffkatz.us, jeffkatz.us. It is Jeff Katz in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Your home is so much more than the place you live. It's an investment tool as well, and you can put that tool to use and access the equity that you have as cash to pay off those high-interest credit cards. Did you know the average credit card rate now is hovering around 25%? Some people are paying in 30-plus every single month. I mean, it's insane. If you're not paying that debt off in full every month, those fees are adding up, and you just can't let that happen, which is why you need to look at your spending, your financing, your debt. Better yet, let American Financing do that for you. This is a family-owned mortgage lender. They're not a bank. You're important to them. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. If you call them today, you might be able to close in as fast as 10 days and even delay two mortgage payments. They're saving homeowners just like you an average of 826 bucks a month. That could be life-changing. So call today, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. It is the Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz 
Happy to be sitting in for Glenn. Always enjoy the opportunity. Uh, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Now, I, I've got a clip from CNN, and it's a little long. If you will indulge me, and, and we may get to a point as you and I are listening to where we go, okay, well, that's enough, that's enough, and then we'll just stop it. But CNN is doing, well, they're doing what CNN normally does, which is covering for their fellow leftists, their their fellow agenda item box checkers. So I want you to take a listen to some of uh, cut number seven, please. You might recall Dr. Gay, along with the presidents of MIT and Penn, giving generally seen as disastrous testimony on Capitol Hill earlier this month. They failed to explicitly say that calling for the genocide of Jews on campus would violate their campus's codes of conduct. Now, that, as well as Gay's commitment to progressive policies, have made her many right-wing enemies who have recently raised issues about her scholarship. But regardless of the provenance of these allegations, there is also the matter of whether or not they're true. Harvard's top governing body said a review revealed, quote, inadequate citations by Dr. Gay in a few instances, but, quote, no violation of Harvard's standards for research misconduct, unquote. Now, Harvard's guide on sourcing says this on plagiarism, quote, in academic writing, it is considered plagiarism to draw any idea or any language from someone else without adequately crediting that source in your paper, unquote. Now, critics of Dr. Gay and Harvard's review of the allegations say that there is a double standard going on here. CNN's uh, Matt Egan is following this. What exactly is Dr. Gay accused of here? Claudine Gay's career is under a microscope, and now she's speaking, facing accusations of plagiarism. Now, Gay recently submitted corrections to two papers that she wrote as a professional academic in 2001 and 2017. However, there are clear examples of plagiarism that occurred in the 1990s when Gay was studying for her PhD at Harvard. Now, in one example, Gay's 1997 dissertation lifted one paragraph almost verbatim from another from another source without citation. That offense appears to go against Harvard's current guide on plagiarism, which you stated earlier, Jake. Harvard's plagiarism policy says that students who submit work without clear attribution to sources will be, quote, subject to disciplinary action, up to and including requirement to withdraw from the college. Now, the first publicly identified instance of plagiarism by Gay comes from a failure to properly cite sources in a 1993 essay. Now, Harvard's top governing body said in a statement last week it became aware of plagiarism allegations against Gay in late October. An independent review found a few instances of missing citations, but no violation of Harvard standards. However, it's not clear whether that review included Gay's 1997 dissertation. In a previous statement, Gay said, quote, I stand by the integrity of my scholarship. Throughout my career, I have worked to ensure my scholarship adheres to the highest academic standards. Now, we should note that the plagiarism allegations against Gay were first circulated by conservative activists. One of those activists has also criticized Gay on Harvard's diversity policies. And Gay's most outspoken critic has also highlighted the plagiarism charges, and he's argued, without evidence, that Harvard only hired Gay to fulfill diversity requirements. No plagiarism experts that CNN spoke to stressed that this is a very complex issue. These experts were divided on whether Gay's omissions warrant any punishment, but none of them called for her to be fired, and they noted it's quite rare for academics to be fired for plagiarism. Jake? What else are critics and plagiarism experts saying about Harvard's review of these plagiarism allegations? All right, you know, I, I, I got enough. All right, all right, that's enough. All right, go away. Although, I, I got to tell you, 
Jake Tapper in the last couple of weeks or so seems like he, I don't know, got an early present, like he got a backbone in the spine. Because he has legitimately been asking some tough questions and, and diving into things. So hat tip to Jake Tapper. Who's the guy going, well, you know, it's a very complicated question. It's not a complicated question. Is that your work? No. Thank you. Move along. Did you write it? Yes. Did you did you point out to us that somebody else wrote it first? No. Okay. Thank you. I mean, honest to God, unless you are Mike Barnacle and you wind up on MSNBC, I'm telling you, most people do not get away with this sort of stuff. It's just, it, it's insanity. It really is. If it is so clear that even I understand it, man, it's got to be crystal clear. I'm sitting here in my, uh, my, my home studio. Sounds very impressive, doesn't it? All right, but I know you. It's it's not really a shed. People say that it's not. It's not a shed. It's the plaque shack. But I'm sitting here. It's just me and my my senior executive producer, Pixie, the Wonder Dog. She's a, a ten pound Chihuahua rescue, four teeth. It's just the two of us in here. I'm still not the smartest guy in the room, and you know what? I still understand you cannot copy other people's work and claim that it's yours. Well, CNN uh, chatted with people who are uh, plagiarism experts. I'll tell you who you need to ask. Stop going out and getting your, your left-wing plagiarism experts and ask any kid in elementary school. Now, it won't be as fancy It won't be as colorful. It won't be as filled with uh, left-wing woke talking points. But the answer, at least, will be pretty easy to understand. That child will tell you, uh, you cannot copy off of somebody else's paper. That's what this boils down to. Simple as that. Jeff Cat Show over on X, formerly known as Twitter. The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook, jeffcats.us. Jeff in for Glenn. It is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. Ever since he tried the Rough Greens for the first time, my dog, Uno, has changed. He's a completely different dog. I hear from people all the time in the audience... I mean, hundreds and hundreds of letters have come in who have had the same experience with their dog. They've heard me talk about Rough Greens on the show. They get some for themselves. And as soon as they sprinkle it on the dog's food, the dog literally wolfs it down. And it's really good for them. It's not a dog food. It's just chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils that you sprinkle. Your dog needs these things to be healthy. My dog was easy. From the first time he tried Rough Greens, Uno was in love. Some dogs take a little bit to get used to the new flavor, though. Dr. Dennis Black, the inventor of Rough Greens, was on the phone with me last week. He doesn't want that to be a reason for you not to try. So right now, he's got a special gift available. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. Put it on your dog's food and begin to watch your dog become healthier. Glenn Beck. Avoiding the woke mainstream messaging in favor of truth. More Glenn Beck in a moment.
It is the Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. Uh, years ago, gosh, it's 20-some-odd years ago, now that I think about it, Heidi and I lived in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Very, very interesting experience. Very interesting experience. I loved it out there. Uh, it was right as the terrorist attacks of September the 11th, 2001, were unfolding. And it was a really bizarre, bizarre sort of a thing. Uh, We had just had our first son. I I told you moments ago, Harry is now finishing up at uh, Stanford. And I do mention Stanford all the time in hopes that something will happen for me. I'm telling you, a baseball cap would be nice for those people to send. I'd love to open a box postmarked Palo Alto. That just says, Dear Mr. Katz, thank you so much for every single solitary cent you've ever earned. Here's a baseball cap. Nothing. But Harry was a newborn. And uh, we had just brought him home from the hospital. And it was, well, it was bizarre. He was the the first child, the first grandchild. My dad, with his ever impeccable sense of timing, uh, died five days before Harry was born. Yeah, uh, my dad was an interesting character. I, I made sure some of that, but uh, but we brought him home, and you know we're all sitting around, all of us, three, uh, the two of us, uh, just looking at him, amazed by him, yada 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 yada. So it's a long time, and, and and we haven't been back to Las Vegas in a long time. But I came across a story today from Las Vegas, and I thought, oh my lord, please tell me this isn't true. Because Las Vegas was always an interesting place. People didn't understand Las Vegas. People from outside of Nevada thought, well, you live in one of those hotels, right? <clears throat> no. No, we, we, we live in a house. We lived in a beautiful house, in fact. Uh, what do you, you get paid in uh, those uh, those uh, poker chip things, right? No, 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 no. I, I get a paycheck like everybody else. Oh. Now, I did have to explain to them that there were slot machines everywhere. You went to the supermarket. Smith's was the uh, supermarket we used to go to. Slot machines. Big line of slot machines. You'd go to uh, a gas station. Slot machines everywhere. And the worst, oh God, it was so painful. There used to be uh, uh, older folks who were clearly down on their luck and they would be playing these nickel slot machines at the terrible Herbst gas stations but it's been a long time since we've lived there and i as i think about it i haven't been back in in 20 years but i still kind of sort of follow some news out there and this story jumped out at me and i thought oh please tell me it's not true the uh, clark county school district which is las vegas and a few of the little surrounding areas that's clark county Clark County School District is now the target of a formal complaint over an incident that we're told happened earlier this year with a special education student who's Jewish. So I got three things right away that jump out to me, right? Las Vegas, hey, I try and keep up with the stuff in Vegas. I kind of miss Vegas. Uh, Special ed student, well, told you about Julia. That that jumps out at me. And Jewish, yep, okay, so I'm three for three on this one. This special education student, according to this lawsuit, came home from school in Clark County with a a swastika carved into their back. 
Now, there's an organization. It's called the Law Fair Project. And it advocates for Jewish people through legal action. They announced they have filed the complaint against the Clark County School District. They did it yesterday. The complaint accuses the school district of state and federal civil rights violations on behalf of this student who attended a high school when the suspected hate crime was reported in March of this year. So this is before... The Hamas attacks of October the 7th, right? Yeah. Attorneys with uh, a couple of law firms out in Vegas joined the action. And their allegation is that this student did not receive the special education support that he was entitled to under federal and state regulations. That's That's a nice, fancy, legal way of saying, what the hell happened here? How can we send a child to school and have him come home with a swastika carved in his back? Now, there were a typically developing child. You would ask the child, correct? Hey, what the heck happened to you? What's going on here? You and some of your knucklehead friends get into a, a dust-up? Or, or seriously, what's going on here? And your son or your daughter would, would tell you. Ah, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, and it might be nothing. I mean, it's, it's a terrible thing, but in their mind, it might be nothing. Ah, we all got into this thing, and I don't know, people were scratching each other. But that's not what this is. This is a young man who is autistic, and he is nonverbal. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. For those of us with special ed kiddos who are nonverbal, this is a nightmare come true. Earlier today, I, I, I put Julia on the school bus. And uh, I don't ordinarily get to do that. That's normally uh, my wife that takes care of that. But, but Heidi got a a shoulder replacement three weeks ago, a whole brand new shoulder. And, and, you know, because they're closing out the model year. And the 2023 shoulders, beautiful shoulders, great mileage, uh, you know, lots of chrome and all that stuff. So, so for 90 days, she cannot lift anything heavier than a coffee cup. And, and she was trying to get the doctor to say coffee cup or wine glass. So I have had the duty, and will have it for another, I don't know, 60, 70 days, uh, of getting Julia ready for school in the morning, which can be a challenge. Again, she's 20 years old, chronologically, developmentally, 18 months old. Um, but I also have to get her on the school bus. And, and putting her on the school bus has actually become a rather enjoyable thing because there's a young man on that school bus, another student in special ed, who every morning, every morning sort of pops up from his seat with his big smile and says, good morning, Julia's dad. And I say, good morning, Julia's friend. And he says, you have a fabulous day, Julia's dad. I said, well, you have a fabulous day yourself, Julia's friend. But Julia can't say anything. Julia doesn't speak. And my my fear from the day we realized that Julia was never going to speak, 
was that something terrible could happen to her and, and we would never know. And I can guarantee you these parents in Las Vegas who are dealing with this, that's their nightmare. It's challenging enough to have the special needs child. Believe me when I tell you that. And then you add in this component of nonverbal. That's a huge problem. Now, in fairness to the Clark County School District, let me tell you that they said they did a full investigation. And that their investigation, which included interviews with the staff at the school and a review of available camera footage, quote, found no evidence that would indicate the origin of the injuries. Wow. So I don't know. I don't know what really happened here. And it will obviously be playing out in the courts. And I will stay on top of it. Because there's so many things there that interest me. And if you're hearing the story and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I worry about that with my son as well. I worry about that with my daughter as well. I just want you to know you're not alone. There are a lot of us who are concerned about this, who care about this. And hopefully, hopefully, somehow, some way, we get the full story as to what happened. Uh, I do have that posted. If you want to take a look at it, it's the story. Now, the, the family is not named. The child is not named. Uh, the teachers, I mean, it, it, you know, it's an ongoing lawsuit. But there is a photograph of this young man's back. And again, people are saying that it would appear that what was carved into his back is a swastika. Uh, you can take a look at that, and, and you can let me know. I'm... You can tell me, hey, Jeff, come on. Doesn't even look like it. He, he must have rubbed up against something on the wall. Because I'm sure there'll be people who say that. And, and there'll be others, and including me, looking at it who are saying, yeah, that, uh, it definitely, definitely looks like a swastika to me. Horrible, isn't it? Just absolutely, positively horrible. Something else, a, a new attack on Christians. Ugh, it doesn't stop. But we'll... We'll talk about it in a moment. If you want to jump ahead, you want to take a look at any of this, again, social media, the best way to do it, I would ask you to follow Jeff Katz Show. That's over on X, formerly known as Twitter. People ask me to spell the name, K-A-T-Z. For me, it's a common spelling. It's like Smith. Jeff Katz Show on X, formerly known as Twitter. Facebook, The Jeff Katz Show, The Jeff Katz Show. And then the uh, the website, uh, jeffkatz.us, jeffkatz.us. It is Jeff in for Glenn. It is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. My pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. For instance, your towels. You go into stores, towels feel soft at the touch at first. Then you go home, use them, and you find they're not really absorbent at all. That's why my pillow now has my towels. They actually work. They're soft and absorbent. Now my pillow is excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels for you to try. What makes these towels great is they're now made with 100% long staple Sherpa cotton. This comb ring spun cotton is 
is what make these towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now, you can get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. With promo code BECK, you can get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, that's 50% savings. Find this offer. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out the new My Towels six-piece towel set and get 50% off in savings. Again, enter the promo code BECK or call 800 966 3117. It's the Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. Uh, do you want your children involved in sexual activity? No, of course not. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to answer for you, but the answer is no, of course not. You have a 13-year-old daughter? Do you want your 13-year-old daughter thinking about involvement in behavior that, let's be honest, is for adults? I would say no. Why then is ABC News huffing and puffing and jumping up and down because they have uh, allegedly, according to them, suddenly unearthed an old German television profile that featured Mike Johnson. You remember him? Speaker of the House? And his then 13-year-old daughter, Hannah. Uh, They were at a purity ball. I don't know if, in fact, you have uh, seen any of the footage of things of this sort or if you've been involved with them. Uh, the purity balls took place, and I, I would assume they still take place, right? <clears throat> I don't see them as much, the purity pledges. Sometimes uh, uh, folks got these little purity rings. And the idea was really very simple. While you're a teenager... And we who are not teenagers but live through our teenage years, we know how teenagers act and think. And we know that we got to put up some guardrails. There's got to be some acknowledgement of the real world as well as a focus, a focus on what is really, really important. And so these purity movements, which I think are absolutely perfect, spot on, amazing, said we're, we're going to help you through a rather difficult time but our our ultimate focus here is saying to you as young people be aware of what's going on in every sense of the word every sense of the word but mike johnson and his daughter, and anybody and everybody else, apparently, as part of this ABC report, is attacking anybody and everybody who was involved with it. And it's from 2015. It's old. They apparently got uh, somebody who had been involved in this and said, well, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's kind of creepy creepy and I thought what exactly is creepy about it 
What is the message here? Is the message that you should never grow up and get married? No. Although that's the allegation of what? Well, they're trying to keep these girls as girls their entire lives. I don't see that in anything that I've studied or, or, or researched on this. I don't see it at all. What I see is a movement that said, we would love for you to remain abstinent until marriage. Well, I know for a lot of people, that's an that's, unbelievable heavy lift. And others are thinking right now, well, yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. But there was nothing abusive about this. There was nothing terrible about this. I would dare say that this was quite useful for young people. It was a wonderful guidance. And because it was wonderful guidance and probably helped prevent teenage pregnancies and gave rise to healthier marriages, eh, the left has to attack it. Uh, remember, we've got all of this Jeff Katz show on X, formerly known as Twitter, the Jeff Katz show on Facebook, jeffkatz.us, if you want to check that out as well. It is Jeff Katz. Happy to be in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program.